Welcome to the Heidi Ruscio podcast. Today, I have Misty Grant and Shannon Evans on with me. They're founders of Nailed It DIY Studio. They started it in 2014, and it is just blowing up. Misty Grant was an education executive for Belk, and she always did crafts on the side. She had the side hustle, and so did Shannon Evans, who was an NBC Universal marketing coordinator. So how did they end up owning Nailed It DIY Studio? Well, you'll find out more in the podcast. They have multiple locations in the Carolinas. They're soon going to be in Florida, Massachusetts, New Jersey, Indiana. But one of the things that I wanted to tell you that really impacted me from their interview was how their side hustles ended up evolving into this growing business. They even talk about how it seemed almost organic. And I can kind of relate to that with Atlanta VoiceOver Studio, where I'm at right now. It was something that we never imagined would grow to this point or even grow just thought it was going to be a simple side thing. The thing about it is, is that one of the reasons why it made it so much easier is a lot of things that I had done before that had failed. If you've listened to the podcast, then you know that I did a blog for six years called Parties for Pennies, and I think the most I made was $12,000 in one year, but I was working probably three and a half days uh, during the week. So it was a huge time commitment for just $12,000. The Modern Post pilot show that I tried to pitch to all the big networks, everyone said, great, love it, not yet for us. So both of those things taught me so much through the failure. And, you know, with Parties for Pennies, I learned how to do an email newsletter. And that's one of the first things that we did at Atlanta VoiceOver Studio. And that has really built our community where we really do have a community that trust us and that we feel like we do have a really good relationship with. And I never would have known that had I not gone through the lessons that I had with Parties for Pennies. If you do have a side hustle, if you have something that you feel like, well, I've tried that, kind of didn't really work, I want you to be encouraged as you listen to this episode and realize that a lot of those things still will teach you a lot and you have no idea what's around the next bin that it will be like, whoa, this was so easy and smooth. But a lot of times it's because we failed or because we had, you know, things just didn't work out, but we learned a lot of lessons and those build on each other to create something that is very successful in the future. And if you have something in your gut that you're like, I know I should be doing this, then just start. The thing about it is, is knowing, well, it, you know, I may have several side hustles or I may have several things that don't quite always work out or don't end up working out, then you don't have anything to lose. That's what the girl said later on. It's like, really, what you know, what do we have to lose? Not much. So if you're sitting on the fence on something, I really hope this episode inspires you to get off that fence and to start. If you have a side hustle, I would love to hear about it. So tell me on Facebook or Instagram and link to your side hustle or, you know, send me a message about it. You can always email me, uh, Heidi at HeidiRue.com, and I will share your side hustle on our social media because we want to support each other and learn and grow from one another. Let's go ahead and get started because I know you really want to hear from Misty and Shannon, the owners of Nailed It DIY Studio. What I love about your story is that Nailed It DIY Studio actually began way before you actually even opened the doors because both of you had these side hustles that you learned a lot from. Misty, you had Dot Dot Goofs where you went to craft festivals, did painted wine glasses, some other types of crafts. And then Shannon, it all started for you with wooden signs, specifically a ruler that you put on the wall to measure your kids' heights. And then that way you can take it with you whenever you move. But it really all started or the idea came to be when, Shannon, you were given an opportunity and you took it. 
Tell us about that. One day, a lady called me from a church and said, would you mind coming to our church and just sitting down and teaching women how to do what you do? And of course, my first instinct was, well, that's going to take money away from me. I'm not showing anyone how to do this. Mm-hmm. And it was like a split second where I turned. And I was like, wait, you know what? That's a genius. That's a great idea. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. So I packed up like this big bucket of wood. And it was so different than what we do now. But it was, it was enough because I knew these people would pay $25 a person. Mm-hmm. And I think there was like 50 women. That was a lot. That was yeah. like, I did. Like, I was like, I made it. I made it. <laughs> like, this is the Mecca. Like, I we made it. Right? Now. Like, Rocky coming up right. the stairs. Like, all right, they're willing to pay. So that's where it all started. I got home that night and I said, honey, I just really liked what just happened. Wow. And so we went online and I, I had bought the website. I had registered through the state all by like three o'clock in the morning. Oh my goodness. I mean, I was like, we're doing this. Like this is, this has to happen. Yeah. And I couldn't sleep. And I just sat up and just kept thinking about it and what needs to happen, what needs to happen. And, and so then how did you and Misty come together as partners? You well, wanted to, I, I mean, took over. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <She>. Personality. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> she posted that, hey, I'm opened up, I got a table in the back of a studio and I was like, oh my God, that's my friend. And so I started sharing it with all my friends. I said, I'm going to be one of her first classes. So I literally came into her first class as I'm sitting there and I'm a trainer by nature and teacher. So I was watching and I was like, oh, I could totally do this. This is so my thing. Let me have your tools. And so I take the sander from her and she's like, I don't let anybody touch my tools. (laughs) And I was like, oh yeah, I'm taking it. And I'm like literally sanding and working and then it was love say, at first hand. It really was. I was like, Aww, if I'm going to let her use my, like, if this person's going to hold a tool of mine, that's a big deal. It was right. a really big I, deal. She's like, Ugh. I don't have liability. I don't have anything. Like, I was like, ooh. And I, I think I came back to, like, two or three classes that same week, and I was texting her by the end of the week other ideas. Like, mm-hmm. hey, what about this? You should do this. What about this project? We could do this. We could do that. Do you have a schedule? Let's work on a schedule. Everything and I think I, I was sitting about. in the middle of the night texting her at two or three in the morning yeah with ideas and she was like Are there's you a common this? theme here like when you meet someone that thinks like you and works like you uh-huh. like at three in the morning if mm-hmm. that person is texting you at three in the morning you're like that's my girl that's yeah, yeah. that's who, who I, I want on my with. team yeah mm-hmm. you know so it was Absolutely. there was that line of like okay now I've met someone that wants to do what I'm doing how do I let go of that yeah how do I bring that in and be okay mm-hmm. with it and right away I was like she, this girl will work till four in the morning with me. That's <laughs> perfect. Right? Yes. Because I didn't want someone who was like, oh, this is fun. Like, Great. I, I wanted it, someone I don't think like, you really wanted someone. I didn't. I, I was like, I how just could I bullied bring... my way in. I didn't mean that. I didn't mean she held like, a gun no, to my head. Like, and... We've got a schedule. Let's make a schedule. Let's make it. You it know, I'm a very great. scheduled kind of person and yes. not as free flowing. So yeah. it was kind of like, let's do this. Let's do that. And then all of a sudden it was, we had a regular classes. We wow. had re- regular projects, and then stopped. it just it just kept growing. We kept taking over space and taking over space, and yeah, well, it I didn't sounds, let her get rid of me. It sounds like, <laughs> and you're like, and I'm still not letting her get rid of me. It's like She's a got me. Nightmare. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. I'm the stalker. <laughs> Sometimes codependent relationships are really good in business. Yeah, they are. We do depend on each other. We do. <laughs> so it sounds like it was kind of smooth sailing, from what you guys say. Mm-hmm. But surely you had to encounter some issues, especially in the very beginning. What was one of the biggest things that you guys encountered? I think our biggest encounter problem that we were faced with was we had the heart and the desire to be what we knew it could be, but we didn't have 
the fixtures in place to grab from. Like it was like we didn't have all the systems in place. Yeah, like, we wanted it perfect before we grew it. Yeah, it was so hard to, to sit back and be like, man, this could be huge if we just had that one investor. If we just had a million bucks. If we just mm-hmm. had that one thing. And it was always like, what is that one thing? What is that one thing? And once we realized it was actually inside of us, and that it wasn't something that was tangible it was our drive and our Mm. hearts that we needed to like pump up and be like you know what we don't need anyone right we don't need that Mm. we need to find out what it is that we are really good at and what strengths each of us have get in that lane and just blow it up Mm. and once we did that it was like all right okay yeah we're there waiting we can do this probably our biggest and just yeah not having that we waited longer than we should have absolutely to grow Mm. You guys were one of the first DIY studios to open. I mean, mm-hmm. at, at this time, you didn't have like a, a roadmap either. No. You weren't you weren't like, we oh, okay, great. This is how you you do this. You just were like, uh, I don't know how to do this. We're just going to try and figure it out. But then, of course, whenever you start anything, I mean, think about MySpace. <laughs> you know what I mean? Anytime you are kind of one of the first people to do that, there's other people that come in that try to replicate it or, you know, copy it, which is a natural thing for sure. Mm-hmm. But I know even for our own voiceover studio, you know, we've talked a lot about competition and how do we, you know, protect what we have, but also be free to not worry about that. You know what I mean? To live in that freedom and instead of fear of who else is coming onto the scene. How did you guys navigate that? I mean, like you said, when we first went out there, there was no, there was nothing to look at and say, hey, those people are doing something that's really cool. Let's see what they've come up with. Let's see how they're doing it. And instead, we became that leader. We became that person that people were looking at saying, oh, they're doing something pretty interesting. How do we get in that space? Yeah. And just to think that we were in there and we never asked to be in that space. When you Mm -hmm. think about entrepreneurs and these things that people are doing, you never expect that someone's going to come along and be like, okay. And I think that was our own naive. We were just naive. Mm -hmm. We never imagined. I remember Googling like DIY DIY and and studios and stuff from HGTV would show up. But there was no studios. There was, I mean, I literally was Googling trying to find something in the country that I could not copy, but how are they doing this? How are these people on mm-hmm. Etsy making signs? How are they? And you just didn't see how mm-hmm. it was happening except for stamped buy from China kind right. of thing. Yeah. You, weren't, you weren't seeing it. Mm-hmm. So we really had to make a lot of mistakes to mm-hmm. find the right systems but I that think really work. In the end, like when you look back at our journey, and, and it really has been five years of just yeah. falling, falling, and falling. And I really think that every fall we made, we came up with something that was like brilliant Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. and in those falls it wasn't so much of like what are we going to do it was like okay we have to make an answer we have to come up with a solution not the problem like Mm -hmm. we had to think like that and um when we started seeing the idea come into other people's hands and really seeing them mold it into basically what Mm -hmm. we took so long to figure out it was like okay we have two choices we can get frustrated and hate them or we can say, you know what? We've inspired someone. We're gonna just keep going on our journey. Mm-hmm. And we always had to say out loud, "This our is our journey. journey. Our journey is different. Our, our journey, journey is, is different. different." We literally would chant that. So it was like <laughs> the mantra that was, the only thing that would get me through was like, "That's our. This is our journey. Like everyone's path is going to be their journey. And once you step into that, 
you lose your focus, you lose your energy. You start to take all that great energy right. and you give it to them. And right. that's not where that's we want to be. That's not where we are. Yeah. That's not the way we think. No, either. and we're not, we're not the type of people that are going to be like, how can we get them back? We yeah. hate them. It's just, there's going to be people out there that look at an idea and say, that's a good idea. I'm going to do it. Yeah. And what are you going to do? There were mm -hmm. definitely big gulp moments mm -hmm. of, okay deep breath okay but and she would try to like keep me from crawling on the floor in a ball <laughs> and being like this yep. is over we're never gonna but get there I, I think i always said and i still always say competition is so good for us mm -hmm. it makes you better we really have to be flattered that people want it to be what yes. we were doing yeah. or they saw what we were doing and there was a value so there was obviously a it was value. like a stamp of approval for us it too really like we was. were like well if they if there's other people that are saying holy cow, that's a great idea. Mm -hmm. Then you know what? Stamp of approval. Yes. Move on. Yeah. And our, we had a lot of mentors. We've done mm -hmm. tons of research from franchise world to just business leaders and joined groups. And that was key. we really talked to a lot of leaders and entrepreneurs mm -hmm. themselves. And just, we just learned so much from them and, yeah. and helped keep us kind of sane in those moments mm -hmm. of actually if that's what's happening, then you're on the right track. Keep mm -hmm. going, keep going, yeah. don't stop. Them yes. validating it. It was, mm -hmm. a, it was a validation. Another thing, too, that you guys, that they can't take away from you is that resilience that was built up in you guys from, like, trying to figure it out, from falling, from always looking for the solution to every single problem. You came up with the roadmap, mm -hmm. but they they weren't on that journey. And so the resilience that is brought up in you guys and your business is amazing. And I think, I know for us, that's what we, you know, have to just focus on too, is that the inner parts that have been developed mm -hmm. in that journey is something that is so valuable and no one else Makes can. Makes your heart bigger mm -hmm. in, that, in that moment of it. And yeah. it's funny because that's exactly what our customers, our friends, our family, everybody says about not just us, but when you walk into our studio, you feel that. Mm -hmm. You feel that heart. You feel the experience. It's it's different than walking in anywhere else. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's different. Yeah. 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 And, and we, we had to create a mission early in, like a mission statement for ourselves mm -hmm. to say, to really sit down and focus and say to ourselves, every time things get tough or every, every time there's a hardship that we are faced with, if we can just focus on knowing that we're making a difference in people's lives, whether it's understandable for someone or not, we make differences in people's mm -hmm. lives, not only because we create an environment where people are suddenly empowered, empowered mm -hmm. or they have this, this feeling of like, I did it and they're confident. Mm -hmm. And then there's the other side of it where we always say like, that when we get there or when we keep climbing or wherever we're standing, whatever platform that is, whether small or big, we're going to use it for good. Absolutely. We're not going to get up there and say, it's not always about the it's money not about, us. about the growth, mm -hmm. even though it is. I mean, obviously sure. we want to grow. It's a business, right? It is, but it's what bigger. a waste it's, it would be, mm -hmm. right? It's for two people that we do we we care about so many things in this mm -hmm. world, and I think you can get wrapped up in the world of business and competition and whatever else is going on around you. And when you like stop and think, I have a business. People love it. We make people feel good. Yeah. We now franchise, so we're now changing other people's lives mm -hmm. and giving them a a job and a mission, whatever, a mission and it's crazy <laughs> why would you waste that yeah right well and I love what you guys said too that it's more than teaching people how to DIY stuff you are you're empowering them like you right. said which speaks to so much more 
of a person's heart. I really do love that. You mentioned franchising. Yeah. So I want you to talk to me a little bit about that. Are you still accepting people to, for the franchises? Can anyone apply? Like, who are the ideal people? Yeah. All of that stuff. Yes, 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 <laughs> yes, and yes, all the way down. Yes, all we, of we, we actually, are, like, we talk about it as a family. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because right from the start, we were like, this could be bigger. We've got to get this to people. We've got to give this to other people. If it makes us feel this good, how do we get it to other people? People asking us to franchise from the beginning. And that we were like, what is that word? We knew we wanted to be bigger, but we thought, how do we franchise this? So we mm-hmm. really, everything we did from the beginning, we had to think, how could we make this to work. everybody? How mm-hmm. could you make this system work? This project's not going to work for everybody because we can't buy that project everywhere. You know, so hmm. we kind of had to think big from the beginning, even though we weren't there. We were years away from it. Right. We thought that way. But now it's, it's funny, like we say when we meet people that are potential, that'll yeah. say like, oh my gosh, this is my dream job. We're like, okay, well, first things first, you're going to be family. So we need to make sure that we've got an energy, mm-hmm. like that you understand that we have a mission you have a mission. We need to make sure they come together. Right. And We're it's not just so about like, yeah. oh, you want a business? Yeah, give us the money. We'll take you. Right. I mean, we, and, and we, we go through <laughs> we go through these calls all the time. and Founders calls. We call them founders calls. But we first have people go through a process of deciding if they're capable of being, mm-hmm. you know, in a position of really owning a business. Once they get to that point and we feel that they are, then they're brought to us. And we can say, okay, let's talk. Let's see how we kind of mesh and if mm-hmm. you work. And that's so important because if, if we just said to everyone, oh, you want a store? Let's put one on every corner. Let's yeah. put three of them in that city. Let's put them all over. Mm-hmm. Are we that's really not, creating? That's not what we're. It's just not us. It's right. not. And the, it's, not it's good funny. The calls aren't about business. Our call with them no. is not about business. It's like we're a asking FaceTime. about their family. We're like in ponytails, sweating, yeah. running around our kids. <laughs> time it's in a car. Yeah. <laughs> and we like, we're driving somewhere. We don't want them to think like that we're anything no, else. Our nails right. aren't done. Yeah. You know, like we have paint all over us all the time. I mean, we really, I mean, we'll put on the lipstick. <laughs> Once in a while. Once in a while. Right. But we, we are down and dirty and we're hustling and we're working the studio too, but those calls, I, I love We never calls. talk about we re- business. It's we're like, a little bit about the business. We're like, tell us about your kids. came from, but it's about how do we connect and mm. we're going to be my sister, so right. I need to make sure that you can <laughs> like be my sister. sister. wives, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, it's okay if we argue, but um, I need to make sure you're going to yeah. fit in that family. And yeah. We know from those calls right away if there's a connection and if it's going to work. Mm. And we'll hang up and call um, Drew and say, all right, this is a winner right here. This is a winner. She's going to fit in great, mm-hmm. or this family's going to fit in great. Okay, so as far as DIY goes, are there any, like, specific trends that you're seeing right now or, like, the buzzed-about project or anything that we need to know about and <laughs> be in the loop about? I think when it comes to trends, I think the most important thing is not to get up, caught up in a trend mm-hmm. specifically. And that's kind of something that we started to see is that we would say, okay, the trend is blah, 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 and everyone would do it. And then the, the next trend would come and then they would feel like, oh, oh just did that. No, I'm empty. So we started creating more of a lifestyle mm-hmm. where it was more of, okay, we're going to give you the tools and no pun intended, but we're going to give you. <laughs> well, not, not you your specific right. tool, Shannon. Not my tools because nobody touches them. <laughs> um, but we would say like, we're going to give you the tools and we're going to make you think like a person that is in charge of their style. Mm-hmm. Not so much you look like a black and white person, you look like a red kitchen person. Like, here's your way of thinking about what you're creating in our studio, okay? So you like this sign that you made or this project that you made. Let's talk about incorporating that into your style. 
Let's talk about where can you put that in your home and what pillows would look great with it. What? How, do how we... can you add trend pieces into your classic style? Mm. So it's not about changing the Everything. whole entire wall color, changing it to farmhouse if it's not yeah. farmhouse. If how can you do that? So. Right now, leather's really hot. So, how can you add leather without making everything? Without work? getting right. a leather right. couch right. and a leather blanket. You know, like, like how can I add those? Pieces? As we sit here with a leather with couch and a leather chair. <laughs> that looks great, and by the way, Heidi. <laughs> the use of the pillows really pop. I love it. Mm -hmm. yeah. I think it, it's it's really I, empowered us to tell people like not to get caught up in the trends yes. and mm. giving them that freedom. And I think that's what started that um, our live show on Fridays where. We just give quick tips mm -hmm. and how to incorporate DIY into your life so it is approachable, it is comfortable for you, and you can do it. It's mm -hmm. not something that, okay, you're going to have to hire someone to do this really great job. No, you can do it in a weekend or you can do it in a couple hours. Yeah. Just take little bites at a time. Mm -hmm. What can you do in that room to start mm -hmm. and not think of it as like an overhaul? Because that can be spend really, thousands of dollars. Yeah. You can spend a couple hundred dollars. Yeah. And we never came from the type of idea. Mm -hmm. Like our husbands were never like, hey, whatever you want to spend. It was like, <laughs> okay, you've got a hundred dollars to raise your house. We're like, um, and we're like, oh, okay. <laughs> and we did it. You girls are smart. You girls are. Well, I think good. it's about the experience, creating the experience yes. around the project, and not only are they getting the project, but they're getting the idea again of using mm -hmm. it, and then it becomes every time they look at it, they're like. I feel I good. That. I did that. That makes me feel happy. That brings me joy yeah. <laughs> because they, I did it. And they leave with a new knowledge, a new learning that mm -hmm. we hear all the time that they went home and they painted a piece of furniture. We get like hate mail. Right. So now we have like hate mail <laughs> from, from the all the husbands and wives that are like, thanks. Now my wife thinks she's <laughs> like, she's already painting furniture in my house. Bob the Builders. Are like, like, I don't know. <laughs> we create a lot of Bob and Bob at the Builders. <laughs> yeah. so. it's quite oh funny. my goodness. That's great. Well, thank you girls so much. I just want to um, wrap this section up with asking you, what do you feel like are your specific keys to success? Because it sounds like you guys have it going on. So First please all, share way with us. Too much, yeah. Way too much credibility. We, no, we it's, cry it's a lot. About, um, <laughs> we, we do. We cry a lot. <laughs> um, I would say our number one for, for me, I know specifically, is who we hire or bring onto our team. Mm -hmm. Our team is amazing, like really crazy amazing. And they are not on our team because we pay them a lot. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they are on our team because... They see the vision. They want to see the growth. They want to be a part of the growth. They have a bigger sense of the brand. Mm -hmm. Big key to our success is knowing where our line stops and we've got to bring somebody else on. Yeah. For me, I'm really emotional. Mm -hmm. And I think sometimes centering that energy to really thinking like, okay, you're being guided by God, first of all. And mm -hmm. if you're not putting that in the front of it and you're not trusting mm -hmm. in some of the stuff that gets thrown at you and yeah. saying, okay, there's a reason. Mm -hmm. All right. This he's gone before us. Like just trust it and go. And like we it's so hard for me, but mm -hmm. successful people I think just believe. Mm -hmm. And you never lose that belief. Mm -hmm. And whatever's guiding you. Yes. It's you, you might just question can't it, but you don't you've gotta just it. stop and be like, I'm here for a reason, whether it's for myself or that person across from me. Like mm -hmm. you're here for something. 
And you just have to believe that and keep going. Yeah. Well, way to go, girls, because I think what you've done is amazing and what you've created is great. If people want to be able to join you on Facebook every Friday for your tips and be able to follow along, how can they do that? So our Facebook uh, page is Nailed It DIY, and you can actually just tune in 10 a.m. on Fridays. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll be live usually at 9.59. Yeah. Singing a song, <laughs> getting ready. Too, sometimes. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah. And then from there, you can follow our blog, um, Nailed It Lifestyle. We also have a closed Facebook group, which is Nailed It uh, DIY Crew. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's and kind that's of a... Great tips. The tips that we do on our live go in more detail. Yeah. Okay. Um, and we have our amazing designer that is on yeah. there and helps lead that crew and gives amazing tips. But don't be afraid too. to come wow. to the... Fort Mill area and come see us in an actual studio. And then of course we have our studios all across the country. Right. Yeah. Okay, great. Well, thank you guys again so much. Now, listen, if you've enjoyed this and you want to hear more, then you can check out our YouTube channel, the Heidi Rue show, um, because we're going to talk a little bit more, just, you know, go into a little bit more in depth. So if you want to check that out, you can, otherwise all the information will be in the show notes too. So if you missed the Facebook page and stuff, that'll be linked in there. Have a great couple weeks and we'll see you back in, in a couple.